Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll explain to you how gratitude affects your body. I'll also be interviewing Ken Honda, who has a very different take on money. He asks the question, is your money smiling? In today's episode, Ken reviews his book, Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. This book will help you reframe your perception of money and change it from a place of lack to abundance. For more information about Ken, please visit KenHonda.com. You may also purchase his book in your favorite bookstore as well as on Amazon.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. How gratitude affects your body. Have you ever gotten a gift from somebody and you were so overwhelmed and so thankful because you never thought you were going to get it? Or it was such a random surprise that you were so overwhelmed with, well, I guess gratitude, that your heart overflowed with so much happiness, so much joy, so much excitement. How long do you think that feeling lasted after you got the gift? It probably lasted for a pretty long time. In the media, we often hear about gratitude and we think, oh, okay, that's just simply being grateful. And yes, that's true. But the difference between what we think is gratitude and what truly is gratitude might be a little bit different. If you don't know someone that well and they gave you a random compliment, of course you'd say thank you. And yes, you're being grateful in that, but you're not feeling grateful. You're not experiencing what gratitude means. Remember, in psychology, we teach that whatever you perceive to be true, in other words, the belief system you have about something, or in other words, how much attention you pay to it, determines what you feel. What you feel determines what your body does. So when this random stranger gives you this compliment, you perceive the person as, okay, well, I don't really know you, but thank you for saying that. That's kind of you. And with your mind's perception, that's as far as it goes, which then generates a feeling of gratitude, but we'll say gratitude with a small g, which then allows your body to feel good for a few minutes, and that's it. The difference between the small g gratitude and the capitalized g gratitude is how much energy and how much thought you put into receiving it. In the first example I gave, you received this huge gift that you were not expecting and you were so overwhelmed with gratitude, with joy, and with all those other wonderful feelings that you sat with that emotion for quite a while. So what I would have you do right now is look around wherever you are right now. If you're in your house, if you're in your car, well, maybe don't look around if you're in your car, uh, or wherever you are, look around and realize every single thing that you see that's yours was a gift. Whether you bought it, you were granted the ability to work, to buy something for yourself. If you look at your physique, that's a gift you were given because you were able to be mobile to do those exercises. Wherever you live, that's a gift because you have the opportunity to perhaps live in a country that allows you to live in a place where you live. What's so important is to look at the abundance you have in your life. Now, I don't mean abundance as materialistic things, but the abundance of your health, of your mobility, of your sight, of any of your five senses. So when you break gratitude down to the smallest component, and then build off of that, you have gratitude upon gratitude upon gratitude upon gratitude that creates 
a vision or a focus of what gratitude truly means for you. What you focus on in your life determines what you feel. That feeling of gratitude all of a sudden tells your body to create serotonin and dopamine. Serotonin and dopamine are two of the neurotransmitters that make you feel really good. So this is a really cool way of how to increase serotonin and dopamine in your life all the time. So the way to create serotonin and dopamine in your body is to focus on gratitude. And you'll immediately feel what that feels like because just like the very first thing I mentioned, when you could recreate that feeling of, oh my goodness, I was not expecting this, that's how you know that you're on the right path for feeling gratitude with a big G. But if you're not feeling that, perhaps you haven't slowed down enough to really focus on a slightly different way of how to look at that situation or that event or that opportunity, and that's why you may not be feeling it. So slow everything down in your life, and with every event, every situation, everything that's around you, find a gratitude statement so that you can feel that serotonin and that dopamine. The more gratitude you show, the more it rubs off on other people. So in just a few minutes, you're going to hear a fantastic interview today with Ken Honda. He is going to discuss his book, Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money, which focuses on gratitude. And the more gratitude you have, the more abundance you create. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. My guest today is known as a Zen millionaire who has a very different take on money. He asks the question, is your money smiling? In today's episode, Ken Honda reviews his book, Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. This book will help you reframe your perception of money and change it from a place of lack to abundance. Welcome to my show, Ken. Hello, hello, James. I'm so happy to be invited to your show. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, my listeners don't know this, but you and I had a wonderful opportunity to talk maybe about a month and a half ago. And mm-hmm. I have to tell my listeners, Ken is such a phenomenal person. I just, even in this brief amount of time that I got to know you, I was so refreshed and so energized once again. In fact, Ken, you don't know this, but I was a guest on someone's show last week, I think it was. And they said, well, tell me about some of the people who have influenced you. And I actually referenced you. I said, you know, really? I've, I, yeah, I've met so many people. And for me, it's, there, there's wonderful people in the world, but for someone mm-hmm. who is so humble as yourself, so successful, but you just, I don't know how to describe it. You just left me with a wonderful impression of how can I not only look at my own finances, but just look at the world in a slightly different way. So I definitely want my listeners to know that I truly have been very much impressed with Ken and I know he's the real deal. So I really am looking forward for you, for Ken to share your knowledge and your wisdom with my listeners as well today. So thank you for being a guest today. Thank you. That's a beautiful compliment, and I, I'm, I'm happy to receive it. So uh, <laughs> Wonderful. anything you ask, I'm all yours today. Well, thank you. You know, when we met about a month and a half ago, like I said, I got to hear a little bit about, about your backstory. When you were younger, mm-hmm. your father taught you something very, very powerful. Can you tell us about that when you went to the mall? So uh, my, fast, uh, my father was a very successful tax accountant, so he used to teach me it anything about money uh, since I was like four or five. 
before I could even count. And, <laughs> uh, but his teaching was very interesting and very down-to-earth and practical. Uh, he used to take me to nearest shopping mall, and he asked me which, one, which store is making most money. And I thought it's a fish market because a lot of people come in and just buy fish, and mm -hmm. they had a lot of uh, you know, uh, coins and money yeah. in their hands in exchange for fish. And he said, that's a good guess, but just look around. And there's a futon mattress uh, place. You know, uh, uh, in America, mm -hmm. there's yeah. always a futon mattress <laughs> or like a, you know, a, a mattress store, mattress giant or whatever. The, there's usually one. Yes. And isn't that curious that uh, you don't get to see so many people in that store, but still, they're, they just, they're there. That means they're in, they have enough customers. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, there's another real estate agency right next door. There's no people. And I asked him, but there's no people. And my father smiled and, and explained, um, uh, at the fish market, you have to make so many sales. Uh, and also, uh, right next door is a futon mattress store. They probably make a, a sale uh, once in every few days but that's enough for the store. And for a real estate agent, maybe it's good for a month or a couple months if they can sell one house, they can uh, live for that long. So it's not just a matter of how many yeah. customers, it's how much. So, you know, I, I didn't, couldn't really understand it when I was like six or seven, Sure. but his teachings still stay with me. So that means I, he taught me well. Yes, he did. Well, how do you, how do you take a concept of happiness. So something mm -hmm. we all feel. And how do you connect that with something we can all see when it comes to money? You know, I have uh, interviewed so many people uh, when it comes to money and happiness. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why we should think of uh, happiness money in the same category is that most of us are so stressed out around money. And it's universal. Um, people in China, people in Africa, people in Europe, people in uh, US, of course, are stressed out on money, mm -hmm. money. and it's yeah. not uh, how much money you make or how much money you have. It's about your attitude that uh, stress you out. So I've interviewed millionaires and billionaires. They're as equally as uh, stressed out as, as we are because mm -hmm. they have to uh, deal with high volumes. Sure. Say, if they're making $10 million, they have bills around $10 million too. That's $900,000. Uh, um, a month, that means like $30,000 uh, a day. That's a big, big wow. bill, right? It's a big bill, yes. Yeah. So uh, people are stressed out anyway, unless you pay uh, close attention to how you feel around money. That is more important than how much you make and how much you spend. So every time someone thinks about a bill, they have to pay whether it's 50 cents, whether it's $30,000, mm -hmm. $30, whatever mm -hmm. emotion is linked with that. So if I think of this, oh my goodness, I have to pay this. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden that creates my connection with money. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just your feeling. Do you feel like you're being ripped off or do you feel like the gratitude? My mentor, Wahed Takeda, who is called Warren Buffett of Japan, uh, he's one of the wealthiest men in Japan. And he said, uh, paying taxes is a bliss because my millions of dollars are helping uh, single, oh, um, you know, single mother and uh, mm -hmm. older people, and helping police people, fire people, firemen, and uh, paving the roads and uh, financing the hospitals. So I'm so happy that I can get to pay uh, taxes because that means I made enough money to do that. Wow. So he. 
he did that with a smile. I, I just, you know, I'm still having a hard time doing that. But whenever I remember his smile, yes, okay, this money, you know, no, it's going to be wasted, but at least some money should go there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look back on, on all your own, on all your own uh, businesses, because you're an entrepreneur as well, when you look back on that, how did, how did the happiness, how did that start to make itself real in your life from all the different businesses that you've had? Whatever I did, the time that I made, uh, I feel, uh, the time I felt at least I made somebody happy or smile mm. uh, was um, um, bringing me a lot of joy too. Yeah. So whenever I see a smile on, on people's face, say, uh, I'm a writer, I've written so many books and so many millions of copies. But whenever I see uh, a person smile when they talk about my book, it brings me joy. Wow. So it doesn't matter if I sold eight millions or not. But just one single person smile, and she says, "Ken, you changed my life." And I said, "Oh, really? I'm so happy to hear that." So uh, the fact that I made somebody happy, and I'm sure you felt the same way. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're helping somebody feel happier uh, is uh, uh, brings you a lot of joy, and yeah. it's nothing to do with money. Yeah, exactly. You know, and this makes me think of what's kind of a version of altruism. And it's, it's a fancy term that says we do other things. We, we do things for other people without wanting anything in return. And so I, I think that about you as well. You wrote the book to help people. And just when you, when that woman, when that person came up and said that to you, that brought you so much joy. So I've always, mm -hmm. I've always learned that when you do something just to help someone without anything in return, our body responds and kind of blesses us even more because we have all yes. these feelings and our heart just lasts longer. We changes our mood and it feels so good. So I'm, I'm, as I'm talking to you, I'm realizing even more about how everything we do to be more intentional about mm -hmm. what we do, because when you're intentional of just wanting to help something as simple as that, or being joyous that you can have money to be mm -hmm. able to pay something, it, it truly changes even the brain chemistry of how you feel about something or how you perceive something. Yes, James, exactly. And when I teach, uh, what I teach, uh, we've been talking about only half the stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the other half is also as important. That is to make sure that money follow you. So oh, my uh, national bestseller in Japan is do what you love and make sure money follows you. Because oh, a lot like of that. people do what they love, but they forget <laughs> to make sure that money follows you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm, you know, they're running so with the excitement. But yeah. he, if you're the only guy running around in the mountain, you know, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. you can't make money. <laughs> exactly. So you have to make sure that your excitement brings you joy and money yeah. too. And that way, uh, your cycle of abundance completes. Yeah. What do, you th what do you think is the biggest difficulty for people to have money follow them? So they do what they love. And where do you think that the struggle is to then have them go from, I love it, but money's not following me? The most important thing, I, 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 I teach people in a very Zen way, mm -hmm. but uh, um, when it comes to money, uh, willingness to receive abundance is, yeah. is the key. Are you open to receive money, smiles, and appreciation from other people? If you feel like you are not worthy enough, Mm -hmm. To receive, say, uh, one, um, say, ten thousand dollars, or a thousand dollars, or a million dollars. Yeah, just be willing to receive because I think a lot of people want to give you money when it, when they want to appreciate you. So being willing to receive is the most important thing. It's not just asking for money. Yeah, exactly. And I think also it comes back to one's own self perception. If I perceive that I'm not 
worthy to do it. So my products may be good, but if I don't think I deserve it or like, oh, maybe, maybe people won't buy it or maybe people don't, but if they knew this about me, they wouldn't like that. And so I think with that, there's a disconnect between what we put out, but also with what we, how we perceive ourselves. And so if those two things aren't aligned, the product is only as good as you think it is. So if, mm-hmm. if I like, oh, it's a great product, but I don't, I don't think they'd like me. Well, I am really my product. So it's kind of like uh-huh. I'm telling myself that, well, it doesn't matter how much promotion I put into something. If someone, mm-hmm. if I don't like it, or I don't think I don't like me, then if that's an extension of me, then why would people buy it? <laughs> yes, that's right. That is exactly why, why we suffer. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a, um, uh, not loving money, but loving, loving you, loving who you are. Yes. If you fall in love with you, and if you are proud of what you do, and if you're happy to share who you are, uh, there's enough, enough reaction from the world mm-hmm. to support you. You know, also when I think about, just in general, so I've, I have my product, but sometimes people can get lost in how much money I make from the product. And so they lose, so that becomes their focus. And if that becomes someone's focus, it's the money, money, money. How does that, how would, in your, in your professional opinion or expert opinion, how would then too much focus on money, how would that then affect the love of money? So love of money is very important because if you don't have money, you cannot pay taxes, you cannot mm-hmm. pay your staff members, mm-hmm. uh, or you cannot pay all the bills. So uh, uh, bringing in uh, the circulation of money is uh, very important. So love of money is, I think, is very important. But just uh, uh, attaching uh, attachment to money uh, mm. is not because yes, it's not a healthy attitude. So. Say, for example, I wrote, um, say, I, I, uh, I'm publishing a monthly here, and then uh, every month I just write one book, you know, with my sincere heart. And sometimes uh, they say, well, sometimes it doesn't. Right now, um, every convenience store in Japan is carrying my book. Uh, so it's a, a lot of places. Yes. So, but people sometimes buy it, uh, sometimes don't. And I cannot do anything about it. Even yeah. if I show up on TV and promote it, uh, if they don't like it, they're not going to buy it. So mm. um, it's not up to me. It's up to them or, or, or society or universe or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So uh, my job is finish with, uh, with a uh, finish writing a beautiful book. And the oh, rest, I, That's your goal. I have no control. Yes. So I'm letting uh, um, my attachment go. And um, after finishing the last line, I'm just breathing and just sort of like, I'm letting this universe take yes. care of me. I like that. So, so far, I've done more than uh, 200 times. I've published more than 200 books. And so yeah. far, so good. Because <laughs> I, love my, I love my books and a lot of people love uh, my books yeah. enough to uh, keep me going. Yes. You know, that's something I, I can really uh, appreciate as well because I've... I don't know if you know that I'm a composer as well. So I've, I've written, I've had two albums out, working on my third album. And for me, I, I just love to compose. I love the music part of it. And, and I can Beautiful. sit there and talk, yeah, I can sit there and talk about it for hours. But, but for me, it's the same thing, whether people buy it or they don't buy it. It doesn't even cross my mind because the fact mm-hmm. that I get, to, I get to create that and it's so powerful for me and so liberating for me, that's yes. really all I, I think about. And then when I, when I get the money that comes in, I'm like, oh, I, oh, I didn't realize I've, I just forget about that. If that. I mean, I know people may think, well, how can you forget about it? But I do. I just simply <laughs> forgot. Like, oh, I forgot to get yeah. money that comes in from that, yeah, it's, which it's is a wonderful important. thing. Yes, beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I really admire your talents, your, 
You're such an amazing individual Thank with you. so many beautiful talents and a beautiful heart too. Thank you. That's why people love you enough so you can keep going and just this show. So I, I really want to congratulate you on your Thank beautiful you. success. So I think uh, uh, letting go of attachment is very important. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I do nothing. Mm-hmm. I make sure that there is enough people um, uh, show interest in my books. For mm-hmm. example, I have an online salon and bookstore um, which has a 20,000 mem- members wow. in it. That's a lot. So I made sure that everybody knows how excited I am and uh, how grateful I am that I finished the book. So mm-hmm. uh, my excitement about the new book mm-hmm. will be passed on to yes, at least 20,000 members and yeah. the family members, and they're very happy to promote it for me. Yes. So once you just uh, finish with the product, you have to sort of like let go of this. I, I call it excitement ball, energy ball. <laughs> yeah. And then I just let it out to the universe, and, and, and they grow in people's heart. Yes. Because all my books and, and this interview is my prayer to the world. So mm-hmm. uh, people can have a better relationship with money. So they can have a better fulfilling life. Yes. And uh, whatever I do is my prayer. So it's sort of like an energy ball uh, that people get excited about. Yeah. And I make sure that people will feel happier after meeting me reading my books or listen to my podcast. And if I can leave something like a little happy energy in people's heart, I I call it a beautiful success. So I'm not attached to the sales, but I'm um, I'm more attached to the fact that whatever I do touch people's heart. And after that, it's it's in their hands. Yes. I, I really, you know, this makes me think about this even more. So you you create the product, the book, music, whatever, whatever that product is. And mm-hmm. with that, I'd like to hear how you promote it, but you don't promote it in a way of s- selling it. You promote it in a way of joy. You're happy mm-hmm. about because you were given something and you were able to do something. So will you promote that? And mm-hmm. in that, that's where it connects with it, links with other people's emotions, which then the emotions then cause them to be excited to then be able to help the purchase of your sale of your river product that's brilliant i mean that's why you're ken honda <laughs> but that's brilliant i mean that's that's really when i think about that i i really like that because the excitement factor creates movement when that movement creates sales it creates many things so my mind is literally being blown right now as i'm hearing this because it's so practical and it's 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 something that i can really i truly understand even so much more now <laughs> so thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> so just uh, whenever uh you put out um, a, pro, a product or music, just do so with a. Uh, I always energy imagine ball, yeah. there's a ball of energy. Uh, it's usually a pink or gold, and then it's going 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 out to all the Seven Eleven stores. You know, there oh, are about that. twenty thousand Seven Elevens. So whoever walks into the Seven Eleven and look at the book cover, and then uh, you know it's a happy life, happy money. So like whatever, it, it, they don't have to pick up my book. They just look at uh, the cover yeah. of the book, happy money. Like, what is happy money? You know, and, and then they start thinking, is my money happy? <laughs> you know, like, oh, I do like I have that. to be rich? So this uh, sort of like a, a first domino effect I like that. is uh, something I do. And, and I keep doing for the past uh, 20 years, for wow. two decades of wow. fun and excitement. Wow. You know, when I think about, you know, with, with happy money overall, and unfortunately we'll have to 
close in just a minute, but um, mm-hmm. I think overall, when it when it comes to just the happy money, what what I think about this is it comes from a place of I don't have to do something, I don't have to pay something, I get to pay something, and so mm-hmm. like you said earlier with with your mentor talking about he, he gets to be able to do something to help other people, but also mm-hmm. he gets to do it because it shows that he's successful, and in that that's so important because. When, when you come from a place of I have to do something, well, nobody wants to do something if, they, if they're made to do it. But the place of I have the opportunity to do this, I have a choice to do this, and my choice is I do it with gratitude, then yes, that's a completely different way of how to look at something. So for example, for me, um, I, have to pay, I, get, I get to pay my taxes. I almost said I have to pay my taxes, but I get to pay my taxes. <laughs> that was a good catch on my, on my part. But I get to pay my taxes you know, in, in the next month or so. And so with that, it's interesting because now... As I send my information to my accountant, I get to change my perception of that. Here's my, here are my forms, accountant. Yes. And it's thank a you. Yeah. Thank you for doing this for me because I'm blessed that I was able to bless other people by doing what I feel like I'm called to do. So exactly. Like James, like you're so beautiful. <laughs> I appreciate the reframe on that. We, like I said, we only have a couple more seconds. You've, uh-huh. like you said, you've written so many books. Um, the one we're talking about today is Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. Where would people find more information about you and to follow you and do all just to get to know you? Thank you for asking. Uh, you can find all the information at kenhonda.com, K-E-N, Honda as in a car, kenhonda.com. And I will start uh, English online salon sometime soon. So if you um, like to hang around with me, just uh, check out the information. I'll start uh, teaching online uh, in English as well. It's been a challenge. But um, this is a fun challenge. I started doing this since I'm, I was 50. So um, uh, English is still a little hard, but I hope I made myself understood uh, oh, you with the help did. of James. <laughs> you certainly did. Well, you helped me slow down my speaking because, as everybody knows, I speak <laughs> way too fast. <laughs> yes. Thank you for slowing down for me. <laughs> You're most welcome. Well, Ken Honda, it has been a, such a pleasure getting to know you, and I can't wait for you to come back on my show again sometime in the future. But thank you for spending time with us today. Thank you so much. Invite me back anytime. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.